Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Worldwide. 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 Worldwide, baby. Worldwide, man. Worldwide. 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 Listen up, Flatbush. This is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to In the Room Radio. Nothing to rearrange Sometimes you just Get a feeling like you need Some kind of change Alright ladies and gentlemen Welcome back It's In The Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network VOCNation.com And your favorite podcast providers as well I'm Brady Hicks And uh, we're, we're going to have fun tonight I know I say it every week But we are I, I, I just I, I get that feeling You know uh, the uh, it's not going to be as fiery as last week because last week I was I was really on a roll with uh, with the ranting, but this week I'm a little more subdued. You know, uh, I I, I want to talk a little bit about Drew McIntyre. That there's potential there that he might be leaving WWE, and I, I don't want to talk about where he might fit in with AEW if he decides not to renew his contract. Um, I'm sure there's a lot more we can discuss as well. Obviously, Vince McMahon not at Raw, but apparently they're running the uh, the scripts by him still. Uh, so uh, pretty infuriating if you think about it. But again, before we really jump in, uh, let's get to the, the the panel here tonight. I have with me the one and only Maestro Professional Wrestling, Papa Stro. How you doing tonight, sir? Oh, great to be here with you. Holiday of the week, and as uh, Naito would say from. Uh... New Japan, we keep things tranquilo. <laughs> <laughs> tranquilo. I love it. I love it. Uh, Matt Grimm with us as well. What's going on, dude? Uh, it's, it's, it's another night. It's another, another week of wrestling. It is. It is another night, and it is another week of wrestling. Uh, one down, God knows how many left. Uh, but here we are. <laughs> uh, also, because uh, obviously Kathy's under the weather tonight, so she couldn't be here. Uh, so joining us for the first hour, uh, we have Howard. What's going on, Howard? Uh, not I much, Brady. How are you? Duck. 
I'm good. I, I always want to say Howard the Duck. One of my favorites. But would you, you, you wouldn't be the first person to call me that. <laughs> but but I but I but, but I but I do need I do need a subdued week after the week of travel that I had over the last five or six days. It was horrible. Oh man, you've been making town. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're glad to have you back, guys. So that that that's, it's that's good to be good. here. Yeah, yeah, and and this is always like kind of the you know in WWE terms at least. This week is always like the lull, you know, because it's like you have the night after WrestleMania, the Raw after WrestleMania, and it's always like a really big show. This year's happened to be kind of crap, uh, but generally it's a, it's there's a lot of, there's a lot of discussion that can kind of come from it. Um, then you have like a little lull for a week or two, and more recently they've been doing the draft, you know, a couple weeks after WrestleMania. Um, and it looks like they're going to be doing that again coming up in a I, – I forget when they said, but it's coming up soon. Um, to me, I'm to the point where I I really don't care about the draft anymore. Like when I was younger, I thought it was this cool thing uh, to kind of see where people land and see like what the matchups are going to be on the different shows and who's maybe like never faced each other and stuff like that. But in today's WWE, Matt, I, I, I feel like everybody kind of – faces everybody anyway, and the same people are getting left off the show regardless of which brand they're on. Yeah, I, I don't think it matters at this point. I mean, like, Judgment Day is supposed to be on Raw, and yet Rhea Ripley is the SmackDown Women's Champion, and, yeah, like, it, it's, it doesn't matter. It's, it, dude, the brand split is not really a thing anymore. No. And I've been saying this for years. I, I, I think the answer is right under our noses. The answer is a soft split. Now, what do I mean by a soft split? Um, I don't think you need dedicated rosters for the two different shows. But I think you could still make use of your roster by saying, for example, for example, Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar is the big feud right now, right? So, like, you could choose to have that feud be on one of the two shows, either one, but you basically, you program who's on Raw, who's on SmackDown, uh, based on how you can balance out the card for your next pay-per-view. The pay-per-view comes, and then the next month or two, whatever it is, six weeks, two weeks, whatever it is, um, you kind of reassign the rosters internally again, you know? So, like, Brock Lesnar's going to be on TV every week. Great example. Cody Rhodes is going to be on TV every week. But you don't know which show Cody Rhodes is going to be on. The point is, it's going to be consistent until the next pay-per-view. So both networks would kind of make out from the deal. That That's how I think they should do it. I've been saying that for years. And the champion shouldn't jump. That's stupid. But Strangely, Howard, they don't listen to me. I've been saying this stuff for years. Nobody listens to me. No, no, you, no, you get no respect. You get the Rodney Dangerfield treatment. No respect. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, it was a bad impression. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't. Um, I remember when WWE bought WCW, I had this great idea. Like, you know, you have the champions fight every year at WrestleMania. Champion versus champion. WCW champion, WWE champion. You come out of it with one winner, and that winner defends the WWE title or, and, and on WWE programming. 
and the WCW title on WCW programming. And you do that until they lose one of the belts, and now they're not the undisputed champion anymore. And you can do head-to-head matchups every year that way, unless you have Roman Reigns on your roster or, or Bruno. So, yeah. Strangely, they don't listen to me. So, um, it's 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 crazy, but uh, yeah. So the so the big story this week, I mean, there's a couple cool stories, and I'm sure we'll dive into them. Like obviously, Chris turning heel, um, I I guess pretty cool. I mean, I kind of read the rumor that that was going to happen. I I don't know that there's really a benefit of a, a part time performer in her 40s turning heel against. The woman who should argue, arguably be the top woman in the company. Um, again, their choice, whatever. It sounds like damage control is going to split up. There's a few things we could talk about, but the, but the big story really is Drew McIntyre this week. Apparently he's, uh, he's going to let his contract, or he wants to let his contract run out because he's not happy with the way he's been treated. And we were talking about this three years ago, if you think of it, or two years ago, if you think about it. Um, when they chose to have McIntyre lose the title and Lashley got it, and then you had the Lashley and McIntyre match at WrestleMania. Matt, you remember, you were on those discussions. You know, we were saying that, well, maybe you weren't on the discussions. I I, I don't remember because you were taking some time off around then. But um, I, 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 I remember saying that Lashley should probably retain but I had no idea where that left Drew McIntyre because you've been trying to build the company around him all during the pandemic. Right. Right. And now it's. I, it's I think just, he, is, he is. Yeah. He's, he's, it's just Sorry. almost like he's just on the outside now. And I mean, I'm not saying he necessarily needs to be the champion, but if you were going to take the title off of Roman Reigns, the perfect opportunity was to do it in Cardiff and put it on Drew. Right, and they didn't do that. So, right, where does that leave? Where does that leave Drew? Here we are, almost three years later, saying the same thing. Yeah, Maybe it, it almost Drew could comes go off over to like AEW and punished. buy Claymore Excalibur. That'd be great. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen. Try to tell the man to just slow down a little bit first, and then if he doesn't listen, maybe. Maybe then you claim one. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd be great. Yeah, give him a chance. I um, <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying I want Drew McIntyre to go to AEW. I just think it's very much in AEW's best interest to do it. Um, I wonder if he wouldn't be misused there as well. Maybe hot shotted to the title, maybe, but. They don't have the best track record with their Giants. If 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 Drew could like claim more Orange Cassidy, that would truly be freshly squeezed. <laughs> well, I I guess it depends that's, on which gang he put him in. You know, if they put him in with the best <laughs> friends, then that wouldn't make sense. You know, they'd be fighting each other anyway. So. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. It's just frustrating, you know, because, like, again, these are things that we saw coming. This is not, I mean, look, 
if they're really not on the same page anymore and money is not even close to what you, it's, I mean, a lot can change. I, I think he's, it's going to be later this year before his contract is up and there's plenty of time for, for things to change, but yes, if AEW were able to get him, that would be a huge, huge acquisition for them. Um, I mean, don't forget, a lot of the WWE guys that they've brought in were not world title level material guys. Drew McIntyre is. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of (laughs) Monday Raw the other night was when (laughs) it looked like um, Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle was running from the airport to the arena. (laughs) We're coming, guys. We're on our way to the event. Right. <laughs> they should have had like toilet paper hanging off of one of their like boots, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're coming, guys. <laughs> yeah. If you put McIntyre in AEW, I think it would be a huge mistake not to build the entire company around him. Um. Yeah. And, and it's weird because like I want to see him as a heel. But I feel like almost everybody in AEW is a heel. You'd be like Gulliver's Travels. Rest, the wrestling version. With Drew over there. I, again, some guys it would. <laughs> again, like, you know, I mean, if he, if he comes in as a heel, who's he going to fight? He's not going to fight MJF. He's not going to fight Brian Danielson. Um, he's not going to fight Chris Jericho. Most of the guys are heels. Except for like Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Yeah, but you get a good, I don't a know, good I, feud I, out of either one of them. Well, yeah. Yeah, but they're not going to last long. You know, like their feuds only last like six weeks. They'd have to make some changes, I think. You think you'd still be doing no, I, commercials? In AEW, if you lose AEW, I can't like, imagine. Like Scott Ro- Skyrocket no, from his boots. I think that's very much a WWE thing. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe it could almost work out like a trade of sorts. Like, because it'll be around when MJF is leaving. So maybe MJF goes to WWE and Drew McIntyre goes to AEW. I, I could see them kind of switching spots in a way. I gotta be honest. This whole Endeavor deal <laughs> makes me think that MJF is definitely not going there now, and I could be wrong. But why now? Why do you think that? I now they're a mega corporation, and I don't think they're going to want to deal with the the stuff that MJF brings with him in terms of the baggage of yeah. the types of promos that he cuts, the way he acts, throwing. You know, drinks on kids, nut shotting kids at photo shoots, and you know <laughs> that kind of stuff. You know, they can run I and steal like uh, the Osborne show, just bleep every word, pretty much. But there, there again, there goes his promo. So they'll, they'll have to clean him up. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that guys get away with in AEW that they're not going to get away with in WWE. I think. I, I think. It, it, it reminds me of the ABC interviewed Cheech and Chong, and they asked him, uh, do, you, do you have any clean jokes you would like to say, say on TV? 
can you think of any clean jokes? And they both just looked at each other and, and they were none. felt really hard. It's like, no, man. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Howard, you're being quiet tonight. What are you thinking about this? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I would, I would like to see him go to AEW. I, you know, I, I think he would be a, a huge draw. Again, at what level that would be, or where he's slotted, I don't know. I just, I can't wrap my head around WWE underutilizing a talent like that. I, like, what, what are they seeing that we're not? Like, I love the guy. I think he's great. I think he's a great performer, but mm-hmm. he's. Slipping, he's slipping into that that mid card kind of kind of level, and that's not what he is. Yeah, I I thought that I thought that for the last couple months. You know, I'm never a fan of a guy holding the world title and then later chasing a mid card title. To me, that always seemed like a huge step back. It it should be a stepping stone, not a step down. Exactly, Um, yes. Now, WWE has done that many times. It kind of depends on the roster that they have and the kind of shows that they're trying to put on and, and, um, yeah, just the way it kind of lines up. And and the the other thing is, like, um, you know, when you've got one show without a world champion, like the U.S. title, in that case, kind of becomes the de facto heavyweight title. Even though it's not and nobody sees it that way, that's kind of what it is, you know? Um, right. But with that said, yeah, no, I, I'm not a fan. I, I thought it was silly for him to be in that Intercontinental title match. I would have rather had him have him have a rematch against Lashley. You know, there's, there's yeah, a million him. things you could have, yeah. Yeah, have Lashley throw out, you know, an open challenge and Drew McIntyre answers it. You know, I would have loved that over the Shane McMahon, Snoop Dogg, Miz fighting everybody in the arena segment that they did. Oh, God. That was a total waste. (laughs) It was a total waste of about 15 minutes of a show that you could have filled with a good eight or nine minute match with Lashley and and McIntyre. And I think it would have energized the crowd even more. And, and by the way, not for nothing, but like everybody was like slurping Snoop Dogg because he did such a great job with the Audible. Uh, I, I, the video surfaced this week. I don't know if you guys saw it, but the cameraman with the headset told Snoop to go punch him. So there was no Audible. Somebody told him to go hit Miz and and pin him, and he did it. He was just following orders. He just following orders. My, yeah. Just my bad. Just following dog. orders. <laughs> uh, but, By the way, I, yeah, I love Howard I mean, the Duck. That movie was great. <laughs> uh, hilarious film that was. Yeah, I, I wish Howard the Duck could be a character on TV. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised Vince hasn't booked him yet. Well, well he just doesn't know yet. I think if Vince is in charge. The radar. <laughs> <laughs> if Vince is in charge, yeah, then we might get <laughs> it. A, Sooner yeah, never later. say never. <laughs> Sooner than later. Yeah, I'm not. So basically, in summary, I'm I'm not excited for the draft so much as I am about Drew McIntyre maybe 
jumping over or leaving WWE and kind of what that could mean for him and for the other companies, you know? Um, And people assume AEW, by the way. I mean, he could go to New Japan and have a huge run. I feel like that company's starting to come on strong again, even though they keep losing talent. It's like there's always somebody there to step up. But yeah, it'll probably be AEW. Let's go to the phones. I, I got Ratboy here. He, he's down in Disney. I'm sure this is going to be interesting. What's going on, Ratboy? Well, right now I'm going through uh, Magic Kingdom. We just got here for the second night. Okay. What's up, everybody? Fireworks? Fireworks? Yeah, the fireworks just, the fireworks just went. And, uh, I, uh, I, I tell you, it, it, it was crazy because I didn't have to watch uh, WWE this week. I knew Trish Stratus was going to turn heel. Mm-hmm. Look at you him know, using the big boy words. It's too noisy here in the hallway. You know, I just yeah. want to say I'm doing good, doing fine. I'm saying things and having fun, and I'm retired from Florida. And I'll catch, catch you everybody next week. <laughs> oh, next Rap Tuesday. How many, how many Disney princesses? Control. How many Disney princesses before you go? How many? How many I got so far? One, two. Yeah, how many have you got? I, know, I think I got a dozen of, of everybody. You got a dozen of everybody. So I, got everybody. Everybody. I just got Mickey Mac. I got Pluto. You know, I, I will talk to everybody next week about my my adventure with the rat. You know what I'm saying? All right, brother. Thanks for calling yeah. in. You so have it fun. It is kind of new to here with the uh, people going out real crazy, but I'm going, I'm going back in. <laughs> All right. You get back in the because queue. I heard, that, I heard that they got the good coffee over here at uh, Magic Kingdom. All right. Pooper, get off the pot. What are you doing? You staying? You going? Oh, uh, I, I got to get going because uh, they're calling. <laughs> my cousin's been calling me. They're calling us to the third, too. I got a mob of people coming you, after me. You be safe. Uh, I talk to you next week, Brady, and I and make sure everybody just follow me on Facebook. Because you never know what I'm right. going to be doing next. Never know. Go get yourself some cheese. Show. Take care, Rat Boy. Can't miss you if you don't leave. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm reminded of the old Jerry Lawler line, but like the opposite of that, it's like uh, he used to say, uh, you know, I hate to see her go, but I love to watch her leave. Kind of like the opposite of that. <laughs> uh. Uh. I got a feeling it's going to be a quiet night tonight. Uh, let's go to, I think this is a grainy Hulkster. Speaking of heel turns, Chris Stratus, uh, what's going on, Granny? How you doing? I'm good, Brady. Hello, guys. Papa Stro, Matt, and Howard. How are you all doing? I'm good. Hey, Granny. Doing well. I'm glad you're here, Granny. We we needed a, a woman's touch in here. <laughs> a little, it's a little too testosterone in here. Yeah, all these alpha males, button heads. Yeah, man. You need a heel. <laughs> How's the new puppy, Brady? 
Uh, she has a lot of energy, and it's been strange. But yeah, uh, yeah, we're we're but we're, we're so delighted sweet. to have her. She's she, so sweet. She's so sweet. She's like a she's neighborhood so celebrity. The old one nobody liked because she wasn't that nice to other people. This one, like, I take her out for a walk and people come out and they're like, oh, hi, Layla. Like, everywhere we go. Even people that I've never met know Layla. Well, you know, she she's a beautiful yeah. puppy. She, she's adorable. She is. So. She is. But, uh, and when she learns to piss I'm... outside all the time, we're really going to love her. <laughs> But I'm I, I'm doing I'm doing good. My um, good, good, my good. son he got he got moved in and he's adjusting in his new little apartment area where he's living at now. Him and Mysterio are okay. doing well, and so he he I think he likes being up there. I really do. I I think it was a good move for him to do. So he's decorated the wall. You know, put his posters and pictures on the walls. He, he he decorated, okay. you know, he did his own thing, so it's like his private little man cave, you know. He, he he's happy. There up you there, go. So. There you go. I'm sure you miss him now. Well, I mean I, I call I talk to him almost every day. If I don't talk to him every day, I talk to him every other day and David and I we went up and picked him up Easter Sunday and took him to with us to our friend's house for Easter Sunday dinner and um, okay. Where they live at Pea Ridge, Arkansas. So, um, you know, we that way we could spend some time with him Easter Sunday and everything. So, but he's good. So, he's adjusting. So, yeah. So, but it's a weird thing. I I remember how weirded out I was when I moved out of the house. You know. Well, see, he lived. Well, see, he lived in his own apartment, like up in Rogers, Arkansas, for over ten years, and then he moved back to Springfield. Oh, okay. He still lived okay. in his own apartment. He didn't. He didn't actually live with me. He lived in his own. Place. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, but, I, I thought he yeah, was with you the yeah. whole time. No, 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 no. But it just. I mean, he's mentally challenged, and it just. It. He wasn't really taking care of himself like he needed to be doing and by him living where he's at you know he gets his three meals a day his snacks and they do group therapy and everything he's around oh, people okay. more like more like him and I that's, what he needs. that's what he needs i mean he's still independent but he's there i mean he's right next to the main facility where there's nursing staff 24-7, if he were to need help, you know, he'll have okay. the help that he needs. Okay. Well, that's, so, good. that's good to hear. That, but, now, did uh, anything happen that he decided to leave? Like, did you hit him in the back with a chair or something? No, 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 no. I don't do that, Brady. I do not do that. <laughs> Just ask him. But, Lord. No, no. We, no, we don't no, learn no. if I don't ask. Well... I mean, he just he he realized that deep down inside, because we couldn't get him the help that he needed coming into his apartment, this was just a better situation for him. He wasn't happy at his apartment where he was living at anymore, and they were changing okay. managers all the time, and he just he didn't like it there anymore. So understood understood i hear that music i do not like that music <laughs> turn that music off Girl, that you play that music turn that music oh, off. Am I <laughs> the cell phone, Granny? 
<laughs> you're mean to me, Stro. You're you're always playing that that music that I don't like. You know, but no, but it just he realized. I think he realized. Now we don't need the wolf pack theme either, guys. Come on, now I'm Brandy is not heel, okay? I'm not turning heel just because the strategy. No, not someday. Never. She's holding out for the big money. No, as soon as I no, saw Chris turning I, on Becky, I knew Granny called it. No, I Granny. did not call it because I didn't even see it Monday night. I wasn't home to see that last night. I didn't see it last night, so I wasn't even home to see it. So okay. I, I didn't. I didn't get to see it. But no, I mean it's all you know. It's all good. He needs to be there, and you know, and he's happy, and he's he's doing well. So you know. Well, that's good. I just thought I'd I thought I'd call in and say hi to everybody and see how everybody was doing. And yeah, so. yeah, we're we're doing okay. It's been a you know quite the week news wise for wrestling, or at least last week was. This week's a little bit slower, but you know, it you were talking. Like... I heard you all talking about Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I mean, I I would you know if if he chose to go to AEW that would be cool with me. I wouldn't want him to go heel though at AEW because he needs to put MJF in his place. You know he needs he needs to take MJF out. So for dinner? Okay. Yeah, I mean <laughs> no, not for dinner. He just needs to, he needs to be. He needs to. I don't like I don't like MJF, and you know I still I still do not know. How MJF has found out about Brandon Holster. That has yet to be determined. Because he found I out found about out from a Yes, I have my friend that we went to WrestleMania with last year that lives in New York. Yeah. Now, now let me let me set the scenario here for you guys. My friend Brian that we went to WrestleMania with last last year, he was on his way to Kansas City to go to his grandfather's funeral. And he mm-hmm. saw MJF and Wardlow and Sean Spears at the airport. Now, apparently, Brian knows MJF from, like, when he was a child. I mean, he used to babysit MJF when he MJF was a kid. I guess they used to be neighbors. Well, okay. he was talking to MJF, and MJF says, Hey, he says, I got a question to ask you, man. He says, you know the lady in Arkansas by the name of Brandy Holster? <laughs> Brian says, well, yeah, I do. He says, how do you know about Granny? And all all MJF said to him was word of mouth. Now, I have friends who actually work for AEW. They do security. I, I have one security guard friend that works for AEW, and, but I don't think he would have won, been the one to tell him. My other friend, Barry, that's a wrestler, works part-time as security now. Possibly, and I asked Barry, I said, did you tell MJF about me? And he said no, but knowing Barry like I do, Barry could have possibly been the one to tell him. But I have a lot of wrestling friends who have actually wrestled on AEW Dark. So it could have been any of them. I have no idea. He would never tell my friend Brian how he found out about me. I, I heard. Now, I, I don't know if you want I I heard that you approached MJF at the airport and gave him a business no. card and offered to be his manager. No, no. I, have I never didn't hear met that. MJF. Wow. No. I have what never met MJF, and I don't like MJF. That's wild. 
I don't, I do not, I have never met NJF. So it, no, whatever what? you heard, Brady, it was not right because I've never met. What NJF. amount of money could make it happen, though? What that I turn heel? What? Yeah, it's no, what do you know? Here we go. You could be like I'm a cleaner. I'm not turning heel. I'm not turning heel. You could be a cleaner. Answer, guys. You could, you could, no, you I don't could want to be, be a, a cleaner. No, I do not want to be a cleaner. You could be a baby I face love, when the camera's aren't rolling. You know what? I love doing what I do. I love hollering at the bad guys like I do. I No, I do, I'm not going to be a tweener. I'm not turning heel. I love being sweet, lovable granny because everybody loves granny. Everybody loves me. Everybody's going to turn on you eventually. Even the, even the bad guys love me. They just don't want to admit it. They lo- they all love me. Everybody loves Granny. Well, all the bad guys love you. Yeah, I hear that they music see the again. potential. Just I hear like that everybody music loves again. Granny. But he turns heel every now and then. Well, that's <laughs> whatever. But I'm not turning heel, guys. But, no, I, I'm just kind of curious how NJF found out about me, and he, that has yet to be determined. I hear that music. I heard you biggest fan, <laughs> No, no, no. That's what I heard. Uh, but, you know, you hear things. But I tell you, I, so I got a funny story to share with you guys what I got to do a couple weeks ago at a wrestling show here in Arkansas that I went to. Okay. We were supposed to have Bobby Fulton at that show that night, and I was going to be the one to pick him up at the airport at XNA and take him to the wrestling show. Well, dear sure. sweet Bobby called me at 3.30 in the morning and says, Lori, he says, this is Bobby Fulton. We've got a problem. He said, you know, I mean, Delta screwed his flight around, and he couldn't make it to the show. Well, the storyline okay. was Bobby Fulton was the new general manager for Down South Championship Wrestling, and he was coming to bring law and order back to Down South Championship Wrestling. Well, because mm-hmm. Bobby couldn't be there that night, I got to be interim general manager, and I got to come out from behind the curtain, and I got to put phone crusher Bobby Burns, who I call crybaby Bobby Burns, in his place that night at the show. I actually got to get in the ring, and I'm telling Bobby, you get back to that ring right now. I have something to say to you. (laughs) I'm checking my finger at him the whole time when I'm walking. Did you do it Teddy Long style? No. I did my own thing. I did my own thing. I do my own thing, but anyways. Everybody starts chanting. Everybody <laughs> starts chanting Granny's name, and and boy, I mean that was so much fun what I got to do that night. <laughs> so, so what are you going to turn on on the next show? Is that what's the build here? I am not turning heel, <laughs> and and I and I and I asked Bobby, I asked Bobby for out of nowhere. I talked, to, I talked to him. And they want he, he want uh, they're going to book him for another show I think sometime in June, and I asked him I said would it be all right if I kept your phone number so that when you do come back to Arkansas and we get you booked for another show we'll be able to keep in contact with each other because I'm sure I'll I will be the one picking him up at the airport. So. Okay. Okay. Now the question is why cool. is he calling you at three o'clock in the morning? Because I was supposed to pick him up that Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock in the afternoon to take him to the restaurant. So 12 hours? That's why, he called, that's why he called me at 3.30 in the morning because he couldn't get 
Delta screwed up his flight. He was supposed to fly from Ohio to Atlanta, Georgia, and then to XNA in Bentonville, Arkansas, to the airport at okay. XNA. Okay. And you know, because Delta screwed up his flight, he would have been on a standby flight, and he wouldn't have been able to get to Arkansas till 11:30 at night, and the show <laughs> would have already been over by then. Now, he when he texted you, did he just write you up? Question mark? No, no. Okay. All right, all right. He called me on my phone at 3:30 in the morning. He called me on my. He had my phone okay. number. And he yeah, called. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. So, it's just usually like I go on the date before I text the girl at three in the morning. Well, he well we weren't going on a date, Brady. Ah, okay. Well, the wrestling show. He was gonna be at the at our wrestling show that night in at for Down South Championship Wrestling, and I was gonna pick him I up at the airport you. and take him to the wrestling mm-hmm. show. And that's why it's important yeah, wow. that you not turn heel. Yeah. I'm not turning heel, Brady. I know. I so said it's important just, that you don't. You all just get that out of Well, Bobby Fulton met me last year at WrestleCon. When I went to WrestleCon, he saw me at WrestleCon. Because when I was talking to Ricky and Robert, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson and Tommy Rich, he was there talking to them as well. So Bobby Fulton knows who Granny Holster is. Because I'm friends with him on Facebook. Uh-huh. So, I got you. Yeah. But I so, was very so, humbled and honored that the promoter asked me to, if I would pick him up at the airport to bring him to the show. I was very humbled and honored by that. Well, I'm glad that uh, you almost had the opportunity to do that. Well, and I'm going to and you have to be GM to do that in probably in June. I'm so, hoping the, in June so we can get him booked. So it's going to be more of a long-term angle. No, it's not a long-term angle. <laughs> I just, you guys, I am not. You know, get this out of your mind, Brandon. You Brandon, Brandon is Brandon. not turning like heel. Period. Period. I didn't say he's not turning heel. End of conversation. End of conversation. End of conversation. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And right, you guys cannot make me you. change my mind. Well, you know, I mean, when uh, but at least, but at least she's willing to give him a second, a second chance going on a date when he stood her up the first time. I mean, right. hats off We're not that. going on a date, guys. <laughs> We're not going on a date. I am. I mean, Tommy Rich insisted. The... Hmm? Tommy Rich never turned heel either. He just, the, he just said the fans could go to hell. Hmm. You know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Tommy Rich would say. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just having fun with you, Granny. I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> I don't know if you're having fun, but I am. <laughs> I, well, hanging around you guys, it's never a dull moment when I call Keeps into you the young. show and hang around with you guys. <laughs> I, it's never a dull moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. It can be quite dull sometimes. You believe it or not, <laughs> it can. <laughs> but uh, uh, mm-hmm. 
Oh, Granny. It's one of those nights. We're 45 minutes in and I've run out of steam. <laughs> Five more hours to go on the shift. We'll get there. Uh, we'll get you there. Can Granny. Do it. Did you watch yeah. WrestleMania, Granny? No, I did not get to watch WrestleMania. Wow, you went from going to not watching it at all. Mm. Well, I was supposed to go to a WrestleMania watch party Saturday that my friend was having at his business in Fayetteville, but that was the uh-huh. same night as the show that I was supposed to pick up Bobby Fulton for, so <laughs> we a- still ended up going to the show and, and because they needed me when I got there. They informed me that I was going to be doing what I got to do Saturday night at the show, so that was pretty cool. So you know, that is cool. I can I that can watch. Cool. I can go up to my son's apartment. He has you know Peacock, and I can watch WrestleMania anytime I want to watch it. You know, but okay. no, I didn't okay. get to watch it. I didn't get to watch it. So, well, are we at least cool. in agreement that Rey Mysterio is a deadbeat dad? Absolutely. He's not a deadbeat dad. Well, I mean, listen, he could have done a lot better by Dominic. I feel like Eddie Guerrero actually did more in those couple months. All he had to do was buy him the Mercedes instead of the BMW, and all would have been good. But no, Ray couldn't do that. I mean, it's selfish. You know, it's selfish. (laughs) And honestly, if Ray had made less selfish decisions, maybe Dominic wouldn't have turned to the life of... You know, the, the, he wouldn't have gone to prison. The prosperity? Yeah. Yeah. It's a deadbeat, Granny. Well, that's your opinion. Everybody has one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing, but Dominic are. is a great character. I, I, I think Dominic's awesome. If I were going to turn heel, I which I never would, I'd love to be Dominic's tag team partner. But you know me, I'm 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 no heel. Everybody else is wrong. <laughs> oh, you guys, there's something else, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great. Oh, I'm trying to think what else. What else, what else? I got nothing, Granny. Well, like I said, I just wanted to call in and say hello to everybody because I don't call in that we often. Miss you. Usually, yeah, we don't hear I'm from you that me. much. We, well, we miss, yeah. like I said, with everything that I've had going on, you know, getting him moved and getting him settled and everything, I'm just I have been actually trying to catch up on my sleep because I have been so swamped with everything. Don't, but, you know, I just don't you had a lot yeah. going on. Don't you miss getting up early in the morning and doing the morning after with me and Ratboy? I do. I mean, you know, but I didn't have to get up early <laughs> to do that. I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I... <clears throat> 
I would probably wouldn't been able to do it right now anyways just with the way my schedule's been and everything. But um Yeah. I still have a podcast on Monday night. I still have with a podcast that I do on Monday nights with some friends, but you know, so Okay. You you know what killed it for me was when I started working from home. I no longer had a reason to be like awake that early in the morning. You know, because I didn't have a commute, yeah. I used to do the show while I was driving. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, Howard, we used to do, me, Granny, and Ratboy would do a show, basically like a, we would talk about the day before and we would call it the morning after. And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, well, you would think so, but it got old very quickly. <laughs> well, with, with, with the exception of Ratboy, it was probably really nice. Yeah, well, Ratboy would do. Ratboy would um, he would report things that weren't necessarily true, and I couldn't fact check them because I was driving. Right. So nothing's changed in all these years. Oh no, no, nothing's changed. No, <laughs> no, no, nothing at all. Nothing at all. The only thing that's changed is that I miss Granny. Well, listen, you know, once when, when she, you know, settles down and, you know, things are less hectic and she goes on her second date, maybe, I'm sorry, first date with Bobby Fulton, she'll call in more often. Yeah. I was going to say, know? if things don't work it's out with Bobby date, Fulton. Guys. It's not a date, guys. It's not a You know what? If things don't hey, work hey, out, Granny, I mean. Wouldn't that be fantastic? No pun intended. Hey, hey, listen, <laughs> because for your information, guys, it's not going to be a date because my husband would have been with me when we picked him up at the airport. So my husband and really? I were picking him up at the airport. So it was no I didn't know he was one of those kind of husbands. Yeah. He's wow. Not. He's this guy, not. This got pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. He's not. He, I mean, there's Does no he have like a special involved, chair? guys. Okay. All right. So, Granny, just, just tell no me. Let's just be involved, honest here. Okay? No date involved. I know. It's I know no you date guys, involved. You guys are mean. You guys are mean. I'll start being you know, serious hey, here, okay? You know what? You know what? No, no. You know what? I get enough grief for my son and my husband, and I let them pick on me just to make them happy. And that's what I'm letting you guys do. I'm letting you give me grief and pick on me just to, you know, because I tell my son one day, I said, this is not pick on granny day. And he says, every day is pick on Granny Day. And I said, why? And they, my husband and my son said, because it's in the contract you signed the day that we got, you know, David says it's in the contract you signed the day you and I got married. And I said, no, I said, you know, I mean, it, it's bad enough when I had one of them picking on me, but when I get both of them picking on me at the same time, I don't stand a chance. I so I just let them tease me and have their fun and pick on me because they enjoy so, so it. They had a tag team against you. You went out and found a tag team partner in Bobby Fulton. That's the old work No. Well, are you going to are you going to change your name or hyphenate to Hulkster? Are, are you going to change your name or hyphenate to Hulkster Fulton? It'll be a hoaxer Fulton. It's got to be. No, 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 no. I wouldn't no, get rid no. of Fantastic no. Granny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are something else. You know? I was just doing a favor for the promoter, picking him up at the airport. You know, he's just my friend. That's it. That's it. Okay. Just my friend. Just my friend. 
Okay. No, I, I do, I do, I do love my wrestling family, though. My, my friends that are in the wrestling business, I consider them part of my family. I'm not related to any of them, but they, I have known many of them for many years, and they're my friends, and they're my extended family, and they would do anything they could to help me and my husband and my son Anthony out, and any time they could ever help us, they would be there for us, so... I so you're saying you take advantage of family. them? No, I don't take advantage of them. Well, that's what you I just said. You said they're there for anything no. that you need. You take advantage of them. Well, no, I do not take advantage <laughs> of them. They they offered to help move. They ha- they offered to come over and help get Anthony moved to his new apartment. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. That was very nice, actually. I, and I'm just playing around. I never that, that's take very nice. advantage. Yeah, I never take advantage of my friends because I've had people take advantage of me way too many times, but I do not take advantage of my friends. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So well, that's nice though. That that's that's nice that you have that. Wrestling can be really beautiful sometimes. And that's the thing about the wrestling business. You're all one mm-hmm. great big family, and sometimes people do not understand that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes family's inbred. I personally, I don't have a lot of family members left anymore, you know, because they've passed away over the years. But okay, the friends that I have that I know that are in the wrestling business, I would consider them more my family than I would some of my own family members in the, you know, just saying. But yeah. like I said, I don't, have a, I don't have a lot of family left anymore. A lot, all, pretty much all my family, you know, I mean, my mom's still alive, but I lost my daddy in 2004. My brother okay. and his wife live in... Olathe, Kansas. I have cousins, you know, that live up in Kansas still, and I have sister-in-law. A lot of Kansas. You know, but I'm, yeah. but I don't have, I don't have, I don't have a lot of family. I mean, all my grandparents are gone. I don't have a lot of family left anymore. All my family's pretty oh. much gone, and I have no family here in Arkansas except Anthony and David, and you know, and my wrestling friends and stuff. But that's the only family that I have in Arkansas, so. Well, at least you, have, you get to surround yourself with some people, you know. And I'm glad to yeah. hear that your mom's still kicking, so. Yeah, she's doing good. She, she's doing yeah. good, so. I remember it got a little hairy there during COVID. Yeah, she, well, she was wanting to move back to Arkansas, and I told, I convinced her that she just needed to stay where she was at, so that's okay. kind of, that's kind of helped change quite a bit so is it is is it weird to go back to Kansas and have everything be black and white it's not black and white Brady <laughs> what do you mean I don't <laughs> it's in Kansas I know Kansas Brady, is but black and white. everybody see, that's, that's the thing that's the thing everybody teases me when they find out I'm from Kansas the first thing they say have you seen Dorothy and Toto lately <laughs> you know, I've actually had people ask me that question. 
Yeah, that's right. You idea. know, and I'm yeah. like, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know. Yes, I I watched The Wizard of Oz yeah. when I was a kid growing up, you know. I still occasionally watch it every year when it comes on, not all the time, but, you know. I mean, I people you. see, when they find out I'm from Kansas, they, they think about Dorothy <laughs> and Toto, you know. So. Well, for what it's worth, for what it's worth, my mom was what born in the 50s, place? and I, I – you know, I, I joke around because my mom was born in the 50s. I was like, well, you know, your first couple of years were in black and white until they invented the color in the 60s. <laughs> yeah. You know? I've seen and the TV. The I, you lion, can't, you can't Crow, deny it. Ten Man? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot going on there. Granny, if you had to set one of the... Uh, Wizard of Oz characters on fire, which one would it be? The Wicked Witch. Uh, see, I'd go with the Straw Man, I think. I'd, I'd go with the Scarecrow. It'd be, be done quicker because he's straw. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because he was kind of annoying anyway. Does that make me a heel? I don't know, maybe. I had sympathy for the Wicked Witch. I thought she was like biggest baby face in the whole Wizard of Oz story. Well, I mean, literally, I mean, you know, she didn't even get a line, you know? She just got buried. Yeah. No, the the Wicked Witch of the East was the witch that fell, that got trapped underneath the house. The Wicked right, Witch of right. the West, the West was the one, the we, Wicked Witch they of the West on her. Was, try, was the one trying to get, uh, trying to get Dorothy and her ruby red slippers. Yeah, so because they, they belong to her sister. Right, yeah, and, and, and Dorothy killed her shoes. sister. Dorothy killed right, her yeah. sister and stole her shoes, and we're supposed to feel bad no, for Dorothy? No, wait a minute. Dorothy did not steal her shoes. Glenda put those ruby red slippers on Dorothy's feet. Glenda didn't have the authority to do that, though. They weren't hers. Well, she did. She did. Okay. She did. When, because... because the Wicked Witch of the West wanted the ruby slippers for herself. Yeah, she committed theft by deception, I think. Like, that's a crime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's my thing. If my sister died and I want to put on her shoes, I should be allowed to. A stranger doesn't get to come along and just take them and then I can't have them. <laughs> but the ruby red slippers yeah. were powerful. And, and the damn dog and... probably bit her, too. Yeah. Probably had well, well, Toto bit Miss Gulch here you know, before she turned into the Wicked Witch of the West. So. Wow. Miss Gulch is a whole other story. All she wanted to do was not be harassed by that damn dog. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pleasure talking oh. to you, Grant. I'm just playing around. Sort of. I know. It's a a pleasure always getting to talk to you guys, too. So if if you want to hang around, we're going to go to commercial break. uh, But right now the phone lines are wide open. Uh, 914. Okay. And if anyone else wants to call in, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Total Package. Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. 
Pro Wrestling Interviews. It features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, Pro Wrestling Interviews. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off a uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Here exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Asher, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did you have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, if you 
rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pen or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. À l'époque où Jean Santerre d'Angleterre était le roi, Dominique, notre père, combattit les albigeois. Dominique, Dominique, s'en All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com, and uh, on your favorite podcast platforms as well. Uh, two real quick announcements before we kind of jump back in. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say thank you to everybody who helped out with the show last week, behind the scenes, the callers, everybody. It was the most listened to show of the last five years, uh, which has been absolutely incredible. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in and uh, showing your support and for everything that you guys do, both in front of the microphone and behind the scenes as well. Because it isn't just me, believe it or not. Uh, it's really not. It, 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 it takes a village, as they say, so thank you. I also wanted to remind you guys that next week, uh, April 18th, we're going to have a special interview with the Total Package. Kathy told me not to call him Mr. Pack, uh, but the Total Package, Lex Luger, is going to be joining us on the program. And we're going to be talking about hip-tossing Yokozuna and, and so much more. I can't wait. Uh <laughs> I'm just playing, of course. Lex has been great. We've had him on the show a couple of times, and it's always a great interview. And, and coming off of the documentary that he had uh, relatively not that long ago for WWE, the A&E stuff, um, it'll be cool to talk to him again. So uh, Lex Luger next week on the program. We're also lining up some more guests, so uh, be sure to stay tuned on the social media there. And don't forget to also visit VOCNation.com where all the news breaks. So... Yeah. Before we kind of jump back in, Stro, what do you got going on this week? Oh, this Thursday night, WCW Retro returns at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VOCNation.com, and we will be discussing what can make wrestling today better. And so, uh, so feel free to call in. Should be a good time. Looking forward to it. You know, they never listened to my idea from 2014. What could have made the WWE Network better? Is if mm-hmm. they had a premium tier with adult content and you started off with John Cena and Nikki Bella in like an uncensored uh-huh. session. <laughs> People would have subscribed. <laughs> I would have paid fourteen ninety nine to get access to that tier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no doubt. 
<laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, that, that's great. That that's that's awesome. Um, we were, and by the way, we have Granny Holster with us as well. So it's myself, Stro, uh, Howard, and uh, Granny Holster, and uh, you as well. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to call in tonight. Uh, I'm going to tell you. Last week, week we had something like twenty callers. Uh, this week we've had two, and one of them wanted to go in thirty seconds. So. Um, it's kind of a no-no in radio. They always tell you, don't talk about how few people are calling in. But the lines right now are wide open. If you guys call in, uh, we can get you pretty much right on the air. So, so yeah, 914-338-1885. Uh, but, Granny, we were talking off air real quick. Uh, you weren't with us, but uh, we were talking about WWE. There was a list that was leaked of the names that the company would never bring back. Under Triple H, under Vince McMahon, I, I, not at all. But there were only three names. I was shocked. The amount, of, the amount of people that have come and gone from that company, and there's only three people that they would absolutely not take back. Uh, one of them was Alberto mm-hmm. Del Rio. One of them was Velveteen Dream. And the other was Ryback. And Ryback, wow. at least for Ryback, i got to think it's mostly self-inflicted. Um, that guy does nothing but just run his mouth about WWE all the time and how bad it is. He seemed to like it quite well when he was there. Yeah, when he was, when he was yeah. cashing their paychecks, I'm sure he liked it. Right. I, I wonder what he was like behind the scenes, but, like, you know, it's funny because, like, when he was there, you never heard anyone say anything really bad about him, but as soon as he left... Everybody hated him, and he hated everybody. So a lot of people were really good at holding it in, I think. Wish I could teach my dog to hold it in, Granny. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so that was interesting. Uh, The other two, of course, are kind of like legal issues, I think, more than anything. I mean, Alberto Del Rio, my God. He um he is somebody that I really liked and like I mean I thought like his persona I thought it was a little bland but he was such a good wrestler and like I don't know it just kind of made up for it and he just like to me more than like a lot of other guys he looked like somebody that just looked like a bad dude and you just didn't want to mess with him and like apparently that's pretty true to life I mean, yeah when you look at some of the stuff that's going on with him it's pretty crazy yeah his promos weren't great but his his in-ring work was 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 stellar he could work yeah. it's just he was kind of bland on the mic but you know when when it came time to get in the ring he, he did what he did and when he had ricardo with him he was even better because like you didn't have to worry about the mic right yeah but I mean, he's did, been did you read crap. And the other, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and the other one was Velveteen Dream, who like basically supposedly got outed during the Me Too movement, and insisted everything was false, and since then hasn't been able to get a lick go anywhere near wrestling for anything. So I don't know. It's strange. Did, did you, you, did you see the? Uh, yeah. I, I, I was just reading an article earlier today 
and I didn't read the whole thing because I, I was flying. It was just as you had to go to airplane mode, so I lost it. But mm-hmm. um, apparently Bret Hart is not a fan of John Moxley's work in AEW. I saw that. I, I and saw, been, it he was been, criticizing been a little, everything a little vocal. in now. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, now I should be I should be total disclosure here. Um, Stronos. I'm not the biggest Bret Hart fan. I'm I I'm not. I um. Yeah, I think he complains way too much about everything. Um, I thought he was always a little bit overrated, and I don't believe for a second that the Montreal Screwjob was real. Not for a second. No. I believe it was the best. No. The best laid out. You agree with me? Almost nobody agrees yeah, with no. me, Howard. I, I, I think it was definitely a work. I think that, you know, but it's, you know, I think it was, and it was so, you know, it, again, it goes back to the old, you know, Lawler Kaufman thing where we all bought into it. Like, oh my God, Jerry, yeah. Jerry Lawler just, just assaulted Andy, not knowing that right. this was a work the whole time. And for years, mm-hmm. I mean, decades, it was, no, you know, they, they, they portrayed it one way, you know, this, no, this wasn't. This wasn't a work. This was a shoot. This really happened. Yep. And then you know we find out literally what forty, fifty years later almost that now you know we had yeah. it planned and you know he's been he trying to break into the business. Movie and, came out. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and you know he, yep. he, he yeah he he pitched it to, to Vince McMahon Senior and he didn't like it and he went down to to Memphis and Lawler's like yeah let's try it and and man did it take off so yeah and I think. This is our modern day, you know, Lawler Kaufman angle. This is our biggest one. And listen, we're, listen, we're still talking about it today. You know, yeah. whether it's real, well, whether I, it's not. But yeah, I, again, as much as I dislike like Bret Hart, especially um, uh, singles run Bret Hart and like retired Bret Hart, as much as I don't really care for him, like you know, for what he puts forward. Um, yeah, I'll give all the credit in the world. I think that was an amazing angle. I, I think it was probably um, the best angle, certainly the best angle to ever play out on, like, a mainstream stage like that nationwide. Um, yeah. When, when, when you, you know, it's up, it's up there with Daniel ES- Kaufman. It's, yeah. Right. You get, you know, exposure from ESPN. All the major networks picked it up. Mm-hmm. You know, that, you know, had – yeah. Had all of had we had cable, you know, back in Lawler Kaufman era, it would have done the same thing. It would have been all over ESPN. It would have been, you know, it was pretty much covered by every yeah. news station of the time then. So, this is our modern day angle with that. And I agree. I I, I like yeah. Bret Hart more as the Hart Foundation. You know, and it Me seems too. like Me the the, the the older he gets, the, the more bitter he gets. And I don't know what's the root of the bitterness. Because he had he a very a good fan. career. Yeah. You know, he, he did. I, I like he did. It as a and he's made amends yeah. with everybody. So if you've made amends, then, like, you've made amends. And that's either right. you did or you didn't, you know? You don't get to say right. I'm cool with everybody now. And then, I mean, I guess you do, but to me, it makes him less likable. Anyway, um, enough about the best there uh, was in early <laughs> 1993. Um, they, um,. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, I always say that hoping somebody's gonna jump and nobody ever does. Um, 
You should have seen the look on Shane Douglas's face when I told him that uh, that I thought the uh, screw job wasn't work. A lot of people would have called it baffled. I call it, damn, he figured it out. Uh, but anyway, anyway. Oh, he, so so Brett. So he's on the yeah. same page as you. I I mean he didn't say that, but I suspect that. I suspect <laughs> that. And as far as I'm concerned, that's enough. If I think it, then that's all it's got to be. Um, yeah. So Brett, he complains about say he complained about so much in wrestling. Um, he complained about I'm trying to think here. He complained about um, just just too much like pizzazz, too much like showmanship. He compared it to ballet. Uh, he said he can't stand the leg slapping. He can't stand the twenty people outside the ring to catch the one person that's diving. Um, and then he got into John Moxley, and his complaint with John Moxley is like, you know. Wrestling shouldn't be that kind of gore. You don't see people sticking a fork in somebody's forehead. And it's like, no, I that's hate the butcher hardcore. Never did it. <laughs> that's what I mean. Listen, I hate hardcore wrestling. I detest it. I, and I've told this to, like, some of the most hardcore wrestlers that I've ever met. You know, people like Joe Gacy and Matt Tremont and DJ Hyde, they know how I feel about hardcore wrestling. Whatever. But... Yeah, like, are you going to say that Abdullah the Butcher wasn't a huge part? And uh, by the way, Abdullah worked pretty prominently in Brett's dad's promotion. They didn't seem to have a problem with him back then. And in, 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 the, in the one biography, I don't know which one it was, Brett Hart talked about when he was a young kid, seeing Abdullah the Butcher pull the fork out and be like, this guy's going to like kill my dad. He's out to kill people. He didn't have a right. problem with it then. Right. <laughs> you know? I, I, I know a referee who, because they didn't really, they, they, what they did, they, they, you know, Abdullah's in the ring and he, he's got his, uh, he's got his silverware, he's ready for his meal, right? And they just kept sending referees out and he just kept like cutting their foreheads, basically, as they came out one by one. So this referee I know is like hiding in the shower. Because he doesn't want to get sent out there. He doesn't want to get sent out. And why would he? First of all, they're not changing the knife every time. I don't think Abdullah Butcher is sanitizing in between. Second of all, why why would you, like, at what point do you say, I'm being mutilated, and it's not really furthering the angle? Like, at what referee number do we hit where it doesn't have the same impact? I just thought that was funny. I did. <laughs> yeah. That referee is a good friend of mine, by the way. So this was from the TWA in the early nineties. Uh, mm. excuse me. Let's go to Tennessee. We got uh we got Patty Cake on the line. Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Baker's man. What's going on, Patty? Patty, you there? Patty? Patty? <laughs> All right, no Patty. <laughs> Getting my hopes up, girl. I've been dreaming about you, Patty. Uh, oh, well. We still got Granny. 
still here. Till she turns on us. We got her. I'm kidding, Chris. I know you guys like the kids. That's perfectly fine. Like I said, if you guys just pick on me, I think something was wrong with all of you. So, you know, (laughs) you only pick on people you care about, okay? You only pick on people you care about. So you must well, I'm not saying I don't lot, care guys. about you, but I, I, I'm not saying I don't care about you, but I pick on a lot more people than those I care about. Well, whatever. <laughs> but that's just the old saying goes: you only pick on people you yeah. care about, you know. So. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like in the schoolyard. But school I was excited yard, you know, the to hear that Lex Luger. When he liked I was excited yeah. to hear that Lex Luger was going to be on next week as an interview. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited we got too. To meet, I, we, we got to meet him last year when we went to WrestleCon. He was really super nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I. My I, son I've has a. My son has a, has a has a has a wrestling belt and he actually it was like a replica of the I think the WCW belt or something I don't know which belt it is he he got it from one of our independent wrestling friends uh, he got it from Greg Anthony over there in Tennessee Greg was doing okay. an auction on Facebook and he actually won the belt and Lex Luger autographed and Jimmy Hart's autographed that belt too that Anthony has, so he's got the two autographs on that belt. Wow. Mm. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I Brady, I, I, did, I like you get, I, Go ahead. Did, did you get to check out the the Dusty Rhodes Amy biography that was just on? No. No, you, you know I what happened. Seen that. Yeah, I, I'm going to. It, it's on my slate. I I um I haven't been watching them like the first season. I watched them all live, but when they started adding all the other stuff like that rivals and then like the collector show and everything, it was like it got to be too much, and I just didn't have the kind of time. So basically, I've been working through alternating between biography and rivals. You know, so the last yeah, biography I just, I just that I watched finished, it today actually. Pretty good. Yeah, it, it's good, and it made me rethink, you know, Cody Rhodes losing at WrestleMania and and why he lost at WrestleMania. Yeah. I I still because think they should have done the dusty. I still think they should have done the dusty finish there, where Cody wins the belt and then another referee comes down and they take it off him. Uh, I think he would have gotten a lot more mileage and he would have had a lot more sympathy, even than he had. Well, I. I, I, I think it's coming, and, and this, I mean, this is just my thought, just throwing an idea out there. You know, mm-hmm. the, the whole, you know, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair saga, you know, that, that went on forever. I mean, but when it first started, it was Ric Flair always beating Dusty Rhodes. He could never, he could never beat Ric Flair. You know, it was yeah. a, you know, just the, the, the eternal chase, you know, and, and then, you know, they, they put Dusty out of action. They, you know, they broke his leg, and, you know, he cuts the hard times promo, you know. And then finally, after chasing Ric Flair all this time, you know, he, he finally beats Ric Flair. And, you know, I think if they can pull that off with Roman Reigns over the next, 
year, year and a half of roads just, and it doesn't have to be every single pay-per-view. Maybe, you know, wait, uh, you know, two, three pay-per-views and have Cody challenge again, but come up short, you know, or somehow get, again, cheated out of the title and just constantly coming up on the losing end until he finally, you know, clears the hurdle and takes down the, the, the streak of Roman Reigns and finally wins, you know, wins the big one. And I think that would get more people behind him than, than were behind him at, at WrestleMania. I, I think I've been thinking about it a lot, and I think the best way to get mileage from it at this point is to continue to drag this out the rest of the year and have them battle again next year at WrestleMania like you did with Cena and Rock. But yeah, with that, yeah, that said, could, I mean, that could work. You know, but, but, but if Rock's but coming back, then I guess you're not doing that. Yeah, but how long is he going to come back for? Yeah, and, and not know, only how long is he going to come back for, but we've been hearing The Rock's going to be at WrestleMania for the last four years, you know? Right. Right, you know, if he didn't do the Hollywood one, I don't, I don't know that I see him he, he doing another every one. Time. He does. <laughs> the granny. You know, and... <laughs> I'm just playing. What were you saying, Howard? Yeah, yeah, I think you put you put him in, you know, in tag team matches or something with, with Roman, you know, and somebody at one of the other bloodline or, or somebody, and you know, always seems to come out on on the losing end or. You know, when if if they win the tag team match, he doesn't pin Roman, or maybe he pins Roman in one of the tag team matches to prove that he can beat him. And they said, just drag this thing out for another year and feed us a little. You know, less is more, right? So give us a little bit of because I think if you do Cody Roman from now till the next WrestleMania, it, we're, we're going to get tired of it. So just little yeah. little bits here and every couple of weeks, get them together, have something happen, have the bloodline you know, attack Cody and leave him laying like the horseman used to do for, for Ric Flair. Leave him laying in the yeah. dressing room. Leave him laying in the middle of the ring. Brock for the next couple months, too. R- right. You know, you can use Brock. You can always kind of have and, him in the background. Right. You know, and really make Cody, you know, just beaten down. And then, you know, and then he finally yeah. wins wins the big one. Or what you do is you have Cody keep battling and battling, and finally Roman won't give him a title shot, and then Roman finally says, all right, you know what? You can win this next match against this mystery opponent on pay-per-view, and I'll uh, I'll give you the title shot. And then you have David Flair come out and beat Cody Rhodes. How great would that be? I'm just playing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. That would be great. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still on Sami Zayn. That guy's still, in my opinion, he's getting the better best reactions in the company. He he he's I, the most I, over guy going right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even, he um even him showing up late on Raw, he's still got a big reaction. I know. I know. And they're forming quite their little, like, uh, I feel like Survivor Series teams are already starting to, like, you know, be assembled. And we're, we're months away, but, you know, you got your extended bloodline and you got all these, like, heroes that are teaming up. So, 
Things are looking what gets, good. What gets me when when Cody was just taking uh, all kinds of abuse from Brock Lesnar last week on Raw, no one came in to save him. Nobody. And yet this week <laughs> with Kevin Owens, you got Sami Zayn, you got Matt Riddle. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to fight Brock. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm stepping away from that yeah. one too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, although now that they're merged with the UFC, I think we got some intriguing matchups, you know? I'm yeah, hoping that, we'll get Ronda and Brock at some point. Draft. I wonder if that's going to play in the draft this year. <laughs> That'd be Especially amazing, wouldn't Triple it? Triple Connor McGregor is drafted to WWE. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. The next WrestleMania is like Connor and, Connor and Roman. Change the game. <laughs> yeah. What would you do, like, Connor and uh, Connor and Becky against Brock and Ronda? <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, and you got the the crown jewel, well, the king and queen in the ring deal coming up too. Yeah. Yeah. When is that? That is that the summer? Should be too far. Yeah, and that's a that's a pay per view, right? Like a like a live event. May twenty seventh. When is it? May twenty seventh. May twenty seventh. Wow, that really is coming up. I hope it's all going to be in one night. You know, like I hate when they drag the tournament out over several weeks. Yeah. Yeah, back. I loved when it was back. In, you know, in in one night, and guys would they would tell you, I would have to wrestle four times tonight to to win King of the Ring. Yeah. 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 I remember when Bam, do you remember when Bam Bam Bigelow got screwed at the King of the Ring? He pinned Bret Hart, and then they reversed it, even though there's no. Uh, that the official's decision is final. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Poor Bam Bam. Got screwed. Call it the Cleveland screw job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, All it looks right. like it's going to be in Saudi Saudi Arabia. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. That's stupid. First of all, how are you going to... They they had to fight just to get women to have matches in Saudi Arabia. Now we're going to do a whole tournament there? And second of all, I don't want to sound like a perv, but... What are they going to wear? Like those like blow-up sumo, sumo suits when they fight? Like... <laughs> you know what I mean? It's stupid. You know. It's dumb. Ah, oh, you guys remember, somebody just posted this. You guys remember when they did uh, musical chairs on Raw? It's on, I'm, I'm looking at it on somebody's thing. It was amazing. It was Ric Flair, Chris Jericho, Stevie Keebler, and Tyson Tomko. 
Wow. And Flair's dancing around. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Stacy went to sit down and Flair pulled the seat out from under her and took it. Because <laughs> he's the dirtiest player. Oh, yeah, he pushed her. He pushed her and he sat down. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, that, that's that was amazing. good. That was good times. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna send that to you guys. That that's pretty amazing. That's going in the chat right now. Yeah, Stacy goes <laughs> and sit down and Flair just shoves her and takes the seat. <laughs> Granny, I would never do that, I swear. Unless it was really high stakes. I would hope not. I would hope not. Well, but you know I mean if it's really high stakes maybe. Like for a title shot or something, you know? You got to live by the motto, man. Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. Exactly. Man, Flair don't look creepy dancing behind Stacey Keebler, <laughs> watching her ass the whole time. And he was pretty young then, too. That was 20 years ago. He was only like 70. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, I don't know. Just I, what is he? <laughs> now he's like, what is he, like eight, 78 maybe? I think he's older. I think he's younger than Vince, seventy-six. Yeah, that was a good twenty years ago. That that, that was fun. That was fun. Seventy-four. He's seventy-four. Wow. And this probably took place in two thousand five. I'm gonna guess just by, just based on Jericho's haircut. He looks like an <laughs> '80s hockey player. And this McMahon's and, 77. And, yeah. I knew he was older than Flair. And more recently, he actually looks it. You know, for years, I couldn't believe that Flair was uh, younger than Vince. But anyway. They, I, they, I, they, I, they took different routes to their money. That, that's <laughs> Yes, they R- did. Rick Flair was wasn't wasn't at home every night and <laughs> Yeah. They spent their money in different ways as well. Uh Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I, I know we're a little early, but I, I think we've basically run the course for tonight. So I, I, I think uh let's call it a night. We'll get some sleep. I get to release Granny from any more harassment and It'll be a good thing. <laughs> Granny, it was great to have you on with us. I, I missed you. Well, thank you. Well, I miss talking to you guys, too. And, you know, it's uh, it, it's a pleasure whenever I get to call in and say hi to you guys. So uh, It's a pleasure for us, too. Just do me one favor, Granny. Depends on Please invite me. <laughs> <Well, but laughs> Why would you assume the worst than me, Granny? I just want to make sure I'm invited to the Bobby Fulton wedding if it ever happens. Well, it's not going to happen, okay? It's not going to happen, guys. So I'm already <laughs> happily never, married. Never I'm not, I, that would be I, fantastic. I, can, hey, I am happily married to my husband. Thank you very much. I'm happily yeah, married that, to the that man would... that I'm with. That I'm with. So I'm very happily married, and he takes good, very good mm-hmm. care of me, and. You know, I was a single mom for 23 and a half years before I married the man that I am with now. And when okay. I met David, he was he became a true blessing in my life. So, no, I'm not 
No, I'm very happily married. Not going to happen, guys. So. <laughs> God bless you, Granny. God bless you. We'll talk to you right, real God soon. bless all of you, too. All right. Take care, guys. Everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> God bless us. Uh, okay. Howard, anything you want to plug on the way out? No, nah, man, I'm, I'm good. Okay. All right, Mr. Maestro. Let's have at it. Yo, uh, WWE Retro, Thursday night, 19 Eastern Standard Time on VSNation.com, and we'll be talking about, well, what can we do to make wrestling better today? So please call it to be a good time. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Uh, Stro, you said it's the highlight of the week. Uh, That really is true. It's absolutely a highlight of the week for me. Uh, I just love getting together with you guys each and every week. Uh, From my end, thank you to everybody who checked out ECWA Super 8, whether it was uh, live over the premier streaming network or live in person or whatever the case may be. Thank you for your support. ECWA is back on May 20th. The Saturday night, same address, Jersey Dugout, 712 Genesee Drive, Marlboro, New Jersey. This ECWA presents High Stakes. It's the farewell match for Sam Shields as he takes on Joey Ace and his former partner, Clutch Rockwell. Mr. Ulala challenging for the ECWA title and uh, lots more. Tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. So thank you for that, guys. Uh, thank you to everyone who called in tonight. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. You guys are amazing, and uh, you make this job uh, not just not just so great, uh, but you make the time really pass as well, and I, and I appreciate it so much. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Be sure to visit ecwawrestling.com and check out all the great content that's available right there on the website. I'm sorry, vocnation.com, not ECW. But you should go to ECWA Wrestling today. Go to VOCNation.com, check out all the great content that's available, and uh, that's going to do it. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. Love you all very much. Bye-bye.